0: Good morning. Good morning. How are you today?
1: I'm doing okay. How are you?
0: I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you. <clears throat> What's been going on in your life lately?
1: Not much. No? I'm glad to have a uh, extra day of vacation.
0: Yes, me too. Yeah, that's nice. You were on vacation <clears throat> last week? No. What vacation are you talking about? Uh, The holiday. Oh, you mean the uh, a long weekend? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Me too.
1: Unfortunately, Chris is not able to join us today. He had a death in the family, unfortunately. Yeah. So, uh, sad to hear about that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Our condolences go out to Chris. Yep. Um... Yeah, that's that's too bad. Um, my my last grandparent passed uh, about five years ago. So, my grand grandfather made it to a hundred.
1: Wow. hmm That's impressive.
0: Very impressive. Yeah. Yep. Hundred years old. We had a big party. Um, a couple months <clears> later, <throat> later he he passed away.
1: Well, maybe you have the sleep. gene. Maybe you have that gene to go that far. We'll see. I don't.
0: I don't know. What a. What? What did he do for a living? He was uh, in manufacturing. I don't even know what the manufacturing was, but you know, like in just an. Oh, like a plant,
1: stuff. like a factory plant.
0: Yeah. 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 Um. I mean, ever since I can remember, as a kid, like he retired early. Um. I still. Oh really? Yeah. You know, Memories. Maybe that's the key to longevity. Life. Is Who knows? retire early. I remember my grandmother. His his wife still still working, and he he wasn't working anymore. He had, he had already retired. I'm like, you know, as far back as I I could remember. But um, so that's my dad's dad. Um, but yeah, just just uh, very very fortunate. He was in really. Decent health, like and able able to do stuff and enjoy himself. Probably around till ni- ninety eight or so, and then he, he kept having falls. That I mean, and you know how it, it just takes forever to to heal from broken bones when you're that age. So you know, he broke his arm. He, he was in and out of like rehab. Nonstop. And it usually
1: leads to okay. yeah, yeah, to
0: infection and stuff like that. So it was you know that was tough the last year and a half or so. And, and, uh, you know, and then one, one afternoon or whatever, my, you know, my dad regularly visited him. He was at, you know, one of the rehab centers and stuff. And they were talking he just closed his eyes to go to sleep. And shortly after he just passed away just as my, as my dad was just sitting there with him. So it was, you know, it's bittersweet, obviously a hundred years old, You can't really ask for for anything more and uh, pass away very peacefully, you know. But, of course, still sad for, you know, everyone around you, so.
1: Yeah, I think my grandfather on my mom's side passed away in his 70s. Yeah. Because of, well, he was a hardcore smoker.
2: Mm, So his
1: his, uh, death was related.
0: Gotcha, yeah. Yeah. My grandfather, that same one, he smoked... cigars on occasion but he quit probably yeah. in his late 60s 70s and uh but you know again it was an occasional cigar it wasn't like heavy smoking at all um and for cig- i've never smoked a cigar but from what i understand, you just puff out you don't really breathe no. so it's not that it's safe to smoke but it's better than cigarettes when you breathe in the smoke in non-stop um but yeah he he, he quit and yeah same, Made it to 100, which is pretty pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, my dad's grandfather, <clears throat> I I didn't even know that well. Like I I barely knew him.
0: Hmm. Your dad's father or your dad's? Yeah, grandfather? my dad's
1: my dad's father. Uh huh. Yeah, Gosh. I barely knew him.
0: Hmm. Did he die young or?
1: Uh, he might have been in his 80s. Hmm. Uh, he drank a lot, unfortunately.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So, um, I don't remember what he died of, but it was kind of a weird death where they found, I think he died of exposure, like...
0: Oh, that's, that's sad.
1: Yeah, like going to his house, I guess, and just the elements got him, I think. Got him.
0: <clears throat> yeah, that's... that's... It's always rough. I, I was only 18 when my mom's mother passed away, and uh, she she had a lot of uh, problems throughout her life with alcohol yeah. as well. Um, Just, you know, not a healthy not a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, yeah I don't remember my dad's, how old she was, but yeah, I was my only dad's, 18.
1: My dad's family, I don't know that well. Um, oh, okay. I wasn't close to them. My mom's mm. side, I was very close to. Like, my grandmother helped raised me as a kid because my mom was working and my dad was working so oh i would stay with grandma yeah
2: <laughs> my grandfather yeah <laughs>
0: that's cool yep um what was i gonna ask you oh have you um have you watched any any interesting shows or, or movies lately uh,
2: nothing
1: out of the ordinary. Um, yes, we went to the theater to see uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, me and you went on the same day. Uh, yeah, I liked it. We took the whole was, family. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I liked
1: the beginning when they were fighting that one-eyed Cthulhu. Oh yeah, kind of that thing.
2: weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> the
1: the thing I liked about it is it looked like a Doctor Strange scenario Oh yeah and sure. it wasn't obfuscated with darkness so like you could clearly see like all the details Yeah yes. which which I absolutely loved I but, it,
2: you know but it was
0: a dark it was a dark movie it was it, it was, was very dark the darkest Marvel movie um it's really I think one of the first that we took the kids to right at the theater and it probably was <laughs> The scariest Marvel movie. Well, it betray and, uh, it
1: betrays them pretty dark uh, in terms yeah. of like Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange for sure.
0: Yeah, there were points that they kind of turned away because they were a little bit nervous. Yeah. Um. But you know what? I, I I'm not I'm not going to give it away because it's still fairly new. But some of the um little because I didn't know anything really about it. I didn't read ahead of time what the story was about. I mean, I knew Scarlet Witch was in it. Um, but like some of the uh, multiverse um, kind of uh, surprises for some of the characters. Well, I think
1: you could say some of it. Like we won't say the characters, but the commercial indicates. Uh, if you watch the preview, it, inter- it indicates Professor X.
0: Okay. See, I I don't know what to. I can spoil and what I can't because I hadn't seen. Yeah, any that's that's in the anything. preview, so it's okay, like that was really cool. I'm like, oh my god, that's so a awesome. lot. They they
1: don't they didn't spoil. His appearance—they spoiled it via his voice.
2: Oh, okay. because
1: that guy's—that actor has a very distinctive voice. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's like, how how is that not going to be him? You know? Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but I, I I managed to avoid spoilers on two of them, and uh, I was glad. One of them was I was indifferent towards, but one I like a lot. And uh, I thought that was really cool. I thought I thought that the scenes with them was really cool.
0: Yeah, I was. Uh, I don't know how I managed to avoid, but I didn't see any commercials, didn't see any trailers. I did not have any idea what the story was going to be about. Um, I didn't know who, were, who was going to be a, the the villain of the story. <laughs> I went in totally cold, and I was very. Uh, so I was very pleasantly um, surprised with with all the different parts because I had no idea. Yeah, what, what I I
1: knew about I knew about Professor X and I knew about um, what is her name uh, America.
2: Yeah, I had no idea. America Chavez,
1: like I yeah. I knew that because oh I saw. God,
2: that's awesome. <laughs> all you have
1: to be is on Twitter.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. but like
1: she she was sort of like totally different, at least from yeah, what I much. know.
0: She's pretty different. Uh, the only, I mean, she can punch her. Uh, no, but her you know, ability, a multiverse, multiverse. Yeah. ability, that's different. Yeah. is well, isn't it? I I don't I don't know a ton of. Every time her, I've, I've read her, I again. thought
1: she just had like superpowers, like strength. No, no, she definitely has that. Uh, M- the multiverse. Uh
0: huh. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I did not know that.
0: Yeah, she does have that. But I, you know, in the comics, she can fly and she's super strong and stuff like that. Yeah. So that was a little different, but you know, they had to play, have her be in some some actual danger because she is. Yeah, well, she's the she's the driving
1: the plot thing, really. Right.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I enjoyed and she that. was she
1: was in the preview too.
0: She was. But
1: but I, I actually find I'm becoming. Um... Desensitized to superhero movies, like <laughs> I'm just, I'm just not. They, they don't surprise me anymore.
0: <laughs> like <laughs> I,
1: I enjoy them, but they're not. They, they just, I, I've been oversaturated with them. So I,
0: like I, I can underst I can certainly understand that.
1: I mean, well, I come from an era where you never got it, so you were like hungry and hungry, and now you're getting yep. it all the time. And now yeah. I find myself like more hungry for more original content. You know? Like I, I want like Indiana Jones again and I I want some more Star Wars. I I've been enjoying like the Star Wars more than the Disney Plus um Marvel stuff. Gotcha. I I I really I really enjoyed Moon Knight's opening like I thought it was I thought the first episode was like phenomenal but as I watched it the series I lost interest with each episode like I, I just thought they spent all the magic in that first episode which reminded me of like um, Memento kind of thing you know like <laughs> yeah
0: See uh, that's, I I think I'm in the same boat as you. Is that first episode? I'm like, okay, let's see how this is going to go. Like, where are they going to take this story? Where are they going to take this character? And then you know it, that first episode ended with him and you know beating up that guy in the bathroom. You see yeah. him, on the, you know, like the the costume, like covering him. I'm like, oh, that's a that's a really cool first episode getting you in. Yeah,
1: I, I was drawn in because i I'm very much into like the serial nature of. TV shows, like wanting to go watch the next one, like yeah. Yellowstone. I, I, I couldn't put down in 191883 1883, the same thing. And now I'm watching Jessica Jones and it, I like the Marvel Netflix series better because as I finished one, I want to watch the next. And I don't find that like necessarily true with most of the Disney plus. I, 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 mm-hmm. I enjoyed Hawkeye very much. So, me too and i I loved WandaVision. Me too. <laughs> just because <laughs> just because I love like I never expected what they would do with it and i no. and I love sitcoms Well, and they just, did it
0: what- well, I thought they did it particularly well,
1: yeah, what like they that. did with the uh, the the every decade of like sitcom i I just yeah. thought and I was drawn to that, like I could see like. People that were not drawn to it, but I was drawn to like the non Scarlet Witch part of it. Like <laughs> I, I was drawn to like <laughs> because I love sitcoms, and I I really <laughs> thought it was like a masterful way in. But like the rest of I the agree. series, like I I enjoyed like they're they're visually sometimes stunning, mm-hmm. but uh, those are the two that that I I really enjoyed them that I'd probably watch again. The other ones I, I'm not too crazy about, but, like, the Marvel Netflix, I really like. Like, mm. I just finished – I'm getting close to Jessica Jones' uh, Season 3 uh, conclusion, and uh, I just think that series is so good because I, like – after I finish one, I almost want to watch the next one. Like, yeah. I just – I don't have that with a Disney+. Plus. So
0: Um my thing with Moon Knight is I, I feel the same as you. I, I lost I cap I the more episodes that passed, the more interest I lost. Um Netflix ones I've enjoyed. I probably would like them to be a little bit shorter, maybe ten instead of thirteen episodes. Yeah. But I'm up to um I finished Luke Cage uh first season, so i the next one is Iron Fist. We haven't we haven't gotten to that.
1: Iron Fist got a lot of uh crap but i i enjoyed it a lot like i i thought it was really good
2: well, but that, that'll be i the I, next I, one we're I, I don't know why
1: sure. i i like things that people don't like i i i, <laughs> I don't know if it's just because i don't like stereotypical things and people <laughs> want the same of the same and i i i liked i liked it and i watched like i was watching them in order until i got to jessica jones so i I like finished Defenders and then Jessica Jones season 2 was next. And then I finished season 2 and then I was like, "Oh, I got to jump into 3." Like I was that engaged in it. I was that that engaged in it, you know? Like I wanted oh, oh. to see where it was going. Like it yeah. didn't end on a cliffhanger. It's been very like seasonal, but I wanted to see what they were going to do next. Makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, I I'll probably watch the rest out of order and go to like Daredevil th- season three. And I think I have Luke Cage season two and Iron Fist season two and one Punisher season two, mm-hmm.
0: but you saw that they're going to do uh they're going to continue with Daredevil.
1: Yes. Yes. I'm, ha- I'm happy about that. And I was really happy that Kingpin was in Hawkeye. Like, yeah, because cool. I, I I think he's phenomenal as, as Kingpin. Like mm-hmm. I I think he's fantastic. Yeah, I agree. So um. Yeah, I, I really liked I, I really liked how they did the Kate Bishop stuff too. Cause I, I really like Kate Kate Bishop. Like I like I like to read those comics. I'm I'm very entertained by them.
0: No, that was a. I thought that they did a great job with that um. With uh with with that one with. Uh, Hawkeye, it was, it was yeah really really good yeah.
1: But I'm I'm really looking forward to Obi Wan. Um,
0: yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I'll I will probably watch it this
1: this weekend. But uh, and then I one of the comics I I have for today is an Indiana Jones comic, and I wanted to rewatch Indiana Jones in the temple, not the Temple of Doom. Indiana Jones in the Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I I I uh, watched it again, and man, that movie is near perfect. Like I I just can't believe how they kept like it, it's just like a masterpiece in terms of like story beats. Like it I, I, an I... action adventure story like that. Like Steven Spielberg directed. It's based on a story by George Lucas. Yep, and it was amazing. And I was watching it again because I'll be honest, uh, Rob Liefeld, his enthusiasm gets me pumped to to do stuff again. Like two <laughs> two of the things that I'm talking about are Rob Liefeld driven. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking about like how Tom Selleck. I forgot about that, by the way. <laughs> Tom, that Tom Selleck, Selleck right. was going
0: to be. Indie. But he, couldn't, he couldn't get out of his uh, magna pi. Uh,
1: magna <laughs> pi, yeah. I not <laughs> I forgot all about that. That's and right. I was like he talked about that and uh uh the the part I didn't know. I didn't know this um that Jim Steranko uh drew like store like a four poster storyboard for Steven Spielberg and oh, and, and, and they actually know. play like into scenes that are actually in Indiana Jones. And I still have to go look at them, but they're supposed to be phenomenal. So Steven Spielberg asked him to dinner again, and uh, uh, he asked Duranko, you know, like, I, I these things are uh, fucking amazing, and uh, I, I would like to uh, pay you for more. He said, how long did it take you to do these four? And he said, about four days. And he says, well, I want 30 more of them. So oh, I want him in 30 days and uh Steranko turned him down. Like he was like I can't do that.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I can he understand said, that. And he so said it. but it was like for the month of December and you know like Christmas holiday and everything. And he says, "But I'll even give you like in the first week of January still." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "No, I can't do that." And and I I didn't know that uh like Dave Stevens I absolutely love like his rocketeer and stuff but I I I didn't realize that they it, he was one of the artists that picked up some of the slack when Steranko left Oh I didn't I didn't know that Yeah hmm. And then uh, the other the other thing that was fascinating since we're talking about Indiana Jones is uh they were they asked Marvel to do the the movie adaptation Yeah and Jim Shooter, like so I don't know, you know, this is not like a superhero. This is, you know, a pulp character. But but um, they let Jim Shooter go see the first 20 minutes of Indiana Jones, and you know how awesome that is. Like <laughs> he's like got the you know getting the idol, and yeah, <laughs> Bellick is at the end of the tunnel, and then he avoids the rock and the traps, and and then he's chased by the whole tribe into the water and flies out of there and then there's a snake in the cockpit (laughs) and you're like (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's like amazing so they showed him that and he says oh my god i'm gonna get my best team to draw it and at that time his best artist or most highly paid artist was john buscema (laughs) well uh lucas films didn't like his his art so they were underwhelmed and, and uh, the next time they got offered, they had to throw Byrne at it. John Byrne, which you know, did the first two issues. Yeah. And uh, John Byrne quit because he couldn't take the uh, editing because, you know, he'd have to turn on the pages to, to Stevens, whoever, you know, maybe it was yeah. Lucasfilm slash Steven Spielberg. I don't know how it worked. Right. But some editor that didn't know Anything about the comics would always have changes, and it would drive them insane. So, yeah. But anyway, I, I rewatched um, Raiders of the Lost
0: Ark. God, that is that. If if you if you notice, uh, like when I grade something on Twitter, I don't give a lot of ten out of tens. Yeah, it's very. That's that's one of my ten out of tens.
1: Oh, same here. Like, yeah. and I I didn't think. I mean, this is something that I was excited for because it was like, oh, George Lucas is doing something else. And, like, Star Wars had blown me away. Like, it had just – it was, like, something I've never seen before. But I was, yeah. like – I I wasn't into the serials that much, you know, like the
0: oh, – I didn't the, I didn't know anything about I didn't
1: them. even know they existed. Yeah. I, I might have seen a couple of, like, Flash Gordon ones and sci-fi ones, but not, like, a, a action-adventure, you know – archaeologist no,
2: and no, when i sure. saw
1: it i was like oh my god like this was like <laughs> you know incredible like and by far it's the best of the of all of them but oh. I, i've been i enjoy all oh, of god. them but it, it it is i probably like one and three the best although <laughs> temple of doom has kind of grown on me like it, it it was I, it was like I the dark
0: temple of doom has a different um tone, tone. Yeah. yeah but it's, it's still
1: amazing tone. like the opening scene where it has a short short round like mm-hmm. well the, it opens up like at a an asian um like gangster uh, setting where he's listening to, I think it was Kim Cattrall or it was one of those, like her singing um, and then they're tr- exchanging stuff and, and it turns into a gunfight in there and then they're using like a huge gong to protect him from all the gunfire and then yeah. s- jump out the window into a car driven by Short Round as a little kid with blocks on his feet, you know? It's, like, it's insane. <laughs>
0: oh man yeah that that kid was 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 hot during that time I wasn't yeah that the Yeah, he really uh he was he really, in
1: this new movie which is like a multiverse movie from the woman that's in hidden dragon but i didn't get a chance to go see it it got really good reviews mm.
0: it's called remember what everything it was
1: called? i i don't remember but it was out it had like Ron to make me and Barb were going to go see it, but it went off before because it would have been a good time to go see it this week because uh, we don't want to like Top Gun is like my most anticipated movie to go see. See, like I, I'm not as like I wasn't that excited for Doctor Strange, but when I heard Top Gun was coming back, like I I, I just like Top Gun's
0: the shit. Like I, see, for, for me, I'm I never was a big fan of Top Gun.
1: Oh my god. Like me and Barb are <laughs> together because of Top Gun. So it's Oh my like, god. Yeah, really? so it's like well, that was our first movie we went together to. And wow. uh that's why we're together. But uh You're
0: thank yeah, Top Gun.
1: Oh, I love Top Gun and I, I just can't wait. I, I, I just can't wait to see that movie. Mm-hmm. But I uh, because of COVID numbers and shit, I'm trying to still wait till the theaters, just like I did with Doctor Strange, sort of Yeah, that's, that's a little why bit. we
0: waited too. I, I'm telling Mike, the past probably since March on, I, I know personally more people that ha- had gotten COVID from like March and April and in, in, into May than I did the previous two years. Yeah, more like people have it now. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yep. It's crazy.
1: And for for the most part, most people are, they're out, you know, for a week and a half at most or, but, uh, and then they're back and they're kicking and everybody's okay. But, uh, it's still kicking some people's asses.
0: Yeah. Uh, It's what, even if it turns out that like, you just don't feel good, I'd I'd rather not get it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I just got my shingle shot. Um, oh, yeah. My fir- first one, I- I'm going to need another one in a, uh, I think two to six months. You have to get it in a two to six month period. But, uh, recommend it, that was, when it was, it was, uh, I, I think it's getting earlier. A matter of fact, I, I tweeted that on Facebook and I, I used to work with this, this young kid. <laughs> I call him a young kid because he could be my kid. <laughs> but, uh, he, I, I loved him. I loved working with him, but he left the company I work for and went out east. Um, and uh, I tweeted the shingles, and he goes, "Oh my God, that was a bitch. He had the sh- he must have had the shingles that he had to be in his like late 30s. Oh wow, to to have it. So." Uh, yeah, he said it was horrible. So he's like, "You, you, you did good
0: getting your, sh- getting your well, shot."
2: I
1: had a
0: um, <clears throat> coworker that <clears throat> is, uh, she's she's older than me, but not substantially sh- so. Uh, she might be five or six years older than me, and she got shingles too. And that was like twenty years ago. So that she would have been like her late thirties, just to, yeah. just like you're saying. So yeah, I think it's possible. I think it just well, gets that, worse and worse. But it, hers was bad. Well, she was out for a while.
1: Oh yeah, that's horrible. I, mm-hmm. I, I've had aunts and uncles have it, and uh, a father-in-law have it. But I've never, my my inner family has never had it. But I, I didn't. I've seen what it's done to the others, and I'm like, God dang, I, I
0: don't want to go through that. <laughs> yeah, I'll get a. I'll probably uh. Not probably. I definitely. And the single
1: shot has gotten better over the years. Like, um I've heard when that. When my my parents got it, they were recommended to get the new one because it went from like fifty to ninety. Like it, mm-hmm. it, its effectiveness went up like greatly.
2: Yeah.
1: So, uh a matter of fact, after you get your shingle shot, I asked the pharmacist, "Do I need to get it again?" And he goes, "No, you're done after you get that second shot." Yeah, that's so.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um. I read this, I kind of read the same thing, um, that they had whatever it was, whatever company made it, and then years later they made a new one that's much better. They don't give out the old one anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good.
1: But I heard it's so painful. Like, it's just Mm. god-awful.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because um, they
1: say your the chicken pox never leaves your system like oh no, isn't in there. that weird and it's, then it it, it lies it lies dormant and then yeah. it, and then your system <laughs> lets its defenses down and it just attacks again,
0: yeah, for some reason it's really, really bad, yeah, you know chicken pox is just itchy, especially as a kid, it's not <laughs> bad
1: oh it well it was pretty I was pretty miserable with the chicken pox it I was remember
0: okay. I wasn't terrible
1: well i I think I got a fever and stuff, like I was sick oh, like
0: wow. for okay. a
1: couple of days, and then I had these pox all over my body, <laughs> yeah, be careful of the monkey pox I saw that going around
0: in Colorado,
1: yeah, but i heard it I heard it had to go with uh, bodily fluids. I thought it yeah. was that
0: related, yes, yes, yeah, Where somebody pops their pox. Like on you and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's <That's> gross. <laughs> you know, we're finishing up is uh, but I don't know, three? Is it season three of the Titans?
1: I haven't uh, seen three yet. I've saw two because two was uh the Trigon, wasn't it? And uh, it also had yeah. uh The did it? How did it end? Oh, with uh, Bruce, the older Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And, and Hawk Donna, and Dove. Donna
0: died, and... and
1: Donna died. Yeah, that was it. It was really good. I need to get into three, and I still need three to watch is all the. Doom with
0: Red Hood and stuff. Red yeah, Hooded I need to watch the careful. Doom
1: Patrol. Uh, I really liked um, the kid that plays. Uh, was it Jason Todd?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like the way he plays him. Yeah. For sure. Um. And Hawk yeah, and Dove, they've always been Patrol. good. They're they're so good.
0: I I totally agree. I think that they're 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 great.
1: Yeah, I'll, uh, uh, I I I'm debating whether because I I like to take breaks. Like I don't like to just like if I'm in one genre, I like to jump.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes
1: too. I'll go watch like a marathon of horror movies or comedies or, or I need in order to keep things fresh, I need to change stuff. I can't just like keep going. Like I can't just stay on Marvel Netflix and finish it. I even had to take a break from Rebels, which was the cartoon Star mm-hmm. Wars, and I still have the final season to finish. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm usually the same need a way. Break.
0: Like we're gonna finish the Titans, and then whatever we pick next, uh, it's not going to be a, a, a superhero seri- series because I just yeah. like to to break, <clears throat> like you said, break that up. So I'm not sure if it'll be.
1: Twilight Zone is good if you have access to it. Um,
0: we, I think we do. It, it um, that's the what, Param, Paramount. Yeah,
1: Paramount Plus. Yep. Yeah. This second season, though, was phenomenal of Twilight Zone. Like I, I, just thought they were touching areas that I had never like thought about. Mm. Um. So I, I saw two seasons of the Twilight Zone, but I, I would highly recommend. 1883. I know. I don't know what that is. It's a Western. It is? Yeah. It's the prequel to Yellowstone.
0: I never saw Yellowstone either. Uh,
1: We watched it in the inverse (laughs) order. Like Yellowstone came out before 1883. Yeah. But uh, I decided, again, Rob Liefeld, man, he loves those shows. And I was like, okay, I'm going to – I asked Barb. I said – I could use this as an exercise show and watch it by myself, or we could watch it together. Will you be interested in this Western? And she said, yeah, let's watch it together. And we absolutely loved it. We're almost on our, our second viewing of it. Mm. We only have two more episodes to go, and we're done with two viewings of 18. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Yeah. I guess you liked it.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good.
0: I have one on my list, and I don't know <laughs> if you've seen it. Um, It's it's um, Amazon Prime uh show I think it's it's i think it was just like a a one season- purposely a one season thing um it's called them't T-H-E-M. Oh, I, haven't,
1: I haven't heard of that
0: one it's it's reminds me of get out a little oh um, wow, i liked get out like yeah that 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 that, of... that
1: is peel's like i don't know if uh peel will ever hit like when you come out of the gate and you come out <laughs> with a movie like get out yeah like it the other ones are, are good, but they're, they're just good. not they're just not like get
0: out. Exactly. Well I haven't this...
1: seen the new one. The the new one's called I forget what the new one's called. It's coming to a theater in July,
0: I think. It's not out yet, right? Yeah,
1: it's not out. Yeah, I
0: wanna see I wanna see. It that. looks
1: like it's alien based, like and happens your... in what the horse ranch.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing something about it. Yeah. Um, but anyhow that them is a black family moves into an all white Los Angeles neighborhood where malevolent forces next door and otherworldly threaten to taunt, ravage, and disrupt.
1: Ah, that sounds pretty good
0: well, I definitely want, it's eleven episodes, no ten episodes, yeah, so yeah, I want to try that out
1: yeah there's so many things to to watch that. And there's a new season of who killed Sarah on Netflix, the fi the final season. So I want, I do want to cue that up. That might be I, what I
0: hit next. I've heard you talking about that one. That's another oh, one. Me I've and me and my me, me
1: and Bill love that one. That's it's insane. It, it is an apps. It's a, I think it's from Spain. Oh no, it's from Mexico. Okay. But, uh, it is so. Have you seen Money Heist yet? That's another one. Nope. But, holy crap! That, those those shows are like Money Heist and Who Killed Sarah. Those
0: are the the shows to watch. I gotta I gotta put I gotta put I, the, my list is so long. But I'm Money Heist
1: to... though, don't make the mistake I did. Uh, watch it with your wife. She'll get into it. Yeah. Uh, I watched it by myself and had to tell my wife about every episode because I loved it so much. <laughs> Yeah, it was so good.
0: <laughs> it's
1: Funny. Who killed Sarah? Like I didn't. Even, I, I watched the first two episodes and I was like, man, this is. There's so many plot holes. You could just. You, you. I could. I'm falling into every plot hole. There's so many plot holes, but they fill in the holes and then it starts making sense as it goes through. Like it. Oh, it's God, incredible. <laughs> And then you never yeah. know. Like you're, you're. That's the one thing with that and money heist. You never know what they're gonna do. That's what those shows are good Good for.
0: Yeah, I'll have to. Um, I, I, I'll <clears> add <throat> them onto my onto uh, my list. I'll throw it out there as some alternatives to the comic book shows that you know. Like I yeah. said, I don't want to just watch nonstop comic book shows. So. Yellowstone's yeah, Yellowstone's yeah, yeah, incredible
1: too, but. <laughs> I would recommend. So I, I, I I I would recommend watching it. I think you get more out of Yellowstone, mm-hmm. knowing how they got there. Like, knowing how the on this wagon train that they were going to Montana. Like it. That is.
0: That is what's awesome. What is Yellowstone on?
1: Yellowstone's on Peacock. Oh okay. That's another show though that. You, there, there's not too many shows that like I like I could watch a show on a weekday, a work day. Mm-hmm. I watch one hour show and then I'm done. I go to bed. And then I start my morning. <laughs> but <laughs> <clears throat> we eat dinner, watch a show, and then we're done. Yeah. At least I'm done. Barb will still sit and watch TV. But Yellowstone, I, I there there was a time where I watched three episodes one night. I couldn't like it would have the cliffhanger and then I'm like, no, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go in <laughs> the next one. You gotta wow. go on the next one <laughs> And we Gross. watched 4 seasons like back to back to back to back to back like it's crazy
0: are they long seasons <clears throat> or short seasons
1: They're I think 10 episode seasons Oh okay that's, yeah. that's
0: easy to change
1: But it's like uh, man he writes great strong women like 1883 is is mostly about a woman uh, and then Beth and Yellowstone—they—they are incredible characters. Like they're just super badasses.
0: All right, I'm, I'm writing. Oh, I got you. <clears throat> <laughs> You're giving me a lot of homework.
1: <laughs> well, I, I think there'll be shows that you like yeah. can watch together and enjoy. Like, you, you and Monday, un- unless 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 you. Okay, I'll, I'll just give you a heads up on Yellowstone, though. <clears throat> Yellowstone, you'll find the characters uh, unredeemable, like irredeemable. Like mm. they're 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 all not good until you get into like the second season. Do you start rooting for them? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're like these are. Bad characters, but you're so intrigued by them because they're how they're driven and stuff like that. Their motivations
0: and I'll have Stacy try it with me. I don't know how how that will work out with like she doesn't like she's not interested in Breaking Bad. She wasn't interested in Sopranos.
1: Yeah, so that that yeah. might that my 1883 is not like that. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But Yellowstone is sort of like that but god dang as that family like they're so addictive like you have to you have to see how it goes like you have to know where where it's going and you I'll, can't get I'll enough of it try it out it.
0: for sure season yeah,
1: 4 is the most tame um of the seasons but they it's crazy <laughs> Speaking Maybe watch. Breaking... I think if you watch like the first episode,
0: you think we'll you'll know? you'll sort of know. Yeah. You know, speaking of Breaking Bad, do you watch? Do you guys watch Butter Call Saul or no?
1: No, but I want to now.
0: I, I no, because so Breaking. Bad.
1: I thought. Did you watch Breaking Bad?
0: Yeah, I watched the entire thing. See,
1: I love Breaking Bad. Me too. It's
0: and amazing.
1: not only do I love it, I love it for two reasons though. It's because I'm from there. And I can yeah. yeah. see where they're driving by, yeah. and I, like, know where they're going. I'm well,
0: like, Call oh. Call the same way. Yeah, it's so awesome. I, Better Call Saul is a totally different – They, I, I don't know how they managed to do what they did in terms of grabbing that Saul character who, if played the wrong way, you'd be like, he's great in small doses on Breaking Bad, but, oh, my God, you don't want to – whole show no, he's he's amazing. It's a different type of a show, but yeah. it's just as good. It's absolutely amazing. I highly recommend you um see that's it out. that's check something I
1: still have to watch El Camino though too. Yeah.
0: I I watched I've I've seen that. I,
1: I, I might watch El Camino before I get into better call sal, but maybe yeah, we'll do if can do it I can convince way. Barb to watch a movie this weekend, maybe it's El
0: Camino. Yeah, watch El Camino. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Breaking or uh, Better Call Saul is ending. They're they're on a break right now until July, and then it's like the last six or seven episodes, and then that's it. Yeah.
1: Well, where they film the chicken, the the chicken man. Well, no, his restaurant. Uh huh. It's where I live. Like it's in my neighborhood.
0: <laughs> it's really it's off
1: of Sleta, Yeah.
0: I'm Those like. Like, hermanos. Yes. It, matter of
1: fact, uh, what is the name of that burrito place? I forget what it is, but we've gone there and it, it's filmed like it was filmed there.
0: That is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> my That's
1: my funny. parents go get nachos there every now and then. <laughs> A plate of nachos.
0: <laughs> so they, I mean, did they, had had they ever seen <clears throat> just like the filming going? On? Not that they. Uh
1: no no but we do like in Old Town in in Albuquerque they have a store dedicated to it like we took pictures there me and Barb oh, but oh. Uh, you can go on like a tour bus like where they take you to all the locations in Albuquerque
0: <laughs> I'm not surprised they they would have yeah. been missing out on a good bet if somebody didn't put that together
1: yeah. But anyway, we better get to our comics. Or Chris is going to have like, what did
0: you guys do?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's true. If you want, I can start. I, I um, you know. Oh, before I go to the comics, I'm not going to review this because uh, I watched it a few weeks ago, and it's not fresh in my mind. But I do want to mention that I've been watching those those Hammer movies. Yeah, and. So I bought that. Um, I bought, it, or no, I didn't buy it. I got for Christmas or my birthday. I don't remember which. Yeah. On um, the box set, so it starts out like the first few discs are like some of the Hammer horror movies and stuff like that, but then it moves on to like other genres too. And there's a lot of like crime and suspense and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: you said the last one was a heist one, and
0: yeah, there was a heist. Yeah, I covered yeah. that heist one. Well, there's um, there's a couple other ones that I've seen since, and the one that I watched um, most recently was a couple weekends ago. It's called "Die, Die, My Darling." I mean, they even have the best like over-the-top like names for their movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, anyhow, that sounds like uh, a
1: grindhouse film. <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm
0: saying. But it's real. It's really not. I mean, it's from the '60s, mid '60s, um, and it's. It's just it, it, oh you know what I'm 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 thinking of the wrong one when I said die die my darling, um, the one that I was thinking of which one was it? It was oh, I can't remember the name of it now, Mike. Oh here, stop me before I kill. That's the one I was thinking. Oh, okay. Of. <laughs> That's another good title. And um, so what that one is about is uh. This uh, couple is is uh, going to be engaged, and uh, or actually they are engaged. And, and after their their wedding, they're driving off for their honeymoon. He's a race car driver, and uh, somehow he gets in a crazy car accident with a truck. She escapes with no injury, but he his like head went through the windshield, but he survived. And uh, you know after recovering and stuff, then they decide to go on their honeymoon. And he's just like, uh, has a lot of problems even trying to drive and stuff like that. But then he starts to notice, um, that he wants to, he wants to choke. He wants, anytime they start to become intimate, he wants to kill his, his wife. He wants to wrap his hands around her throat and kill her. That's dark. (laughs) Yeah. So when he's, when they're out on honeymoon, I, I don't, I don't remember if they're in France or whatever, but they happen to encounter this, um psychologist and the psychologist uh offers to treat him and you know has him go through therapy and stuff like that and there's all these twists and turns um throughout the movie like what the what the doctor's real motive is um you know what ends up happening with uh the man's wife and what ends up happening with him it is I'm not going to uh, – I mean, not that I couldn't spoil it. It's a very old movie, but I don't want to spoil it. But it was it was really good. I am really, really enjoying these. The, that, that other one that I said, Die, Die, My Darling, that was another one that was really cool. I've given them both 8 out of 10s, which is really high. Yeah, for that's hot. Yeah, that's high for you. Yeah. I'm and, more and,
1: lenient. Like, I hit a lot of 8 out of 10s, but <laughs> – there, there's there's very few 10 yeah. out of 10s, but Raiders is is a 10 out of 10.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. But yeah. So anyhow, I just wanted to mention that real quick. Um, if anyone has the chance to to watch those, and and it looks like the only way is like actually, I don't see that they're available anywhere. Um. But I have that box set, and I highly, if anyone's considering this uh, Hammer Films box set, I definitely recommend it. These are some of these movies are just so cool really like old school like crime and suspense it's, it's yeah very very cool but anyhow i'll um i'll go on to my my first uh comic i just wanted to mention that um you're a big fan of the uh ultraverse right malibu comics oh yeah I, i've read very very little of, of it and i have exiles um number one through four I think they only went four issues, um at least for that iteration but uh so I read number one today and uh this was uh, it was interesting. they were almost introducing exiles like they appeared somewhere else, but I don't think that they had I think this was their first appearance but uh they got four writers on this first issue: Steve Gerber, Tom Mason, Dave Olbrich, and Chris Ulm. Involved. Yeah, Steve
1: Gerber is like the guy I think that's doing the major stuff. But I know the other names: Tom Mason, Dave Ulbrich, and Chris Ulm. They're they're the Malibu guys. They're the guys who own the company. Is why they're all
0: involved in the writing?
1: Maybe they, maybe they uh helped create it and get Steve Gerber to write it. You know?
0: Yeah, that's that's, that's a good point. That's probably what it is. Um, it starts right away with action, and uh, in, in high school, and <clears throat> this this uh, this high school student Amber Hunt is uh, is talking to her uh, football boyfriend, and uh, she sits down uh, in, in class, and no sooner does that happen, but the the, the wall explodes, and there's this uh, guy called the Supreme Soviet is after her. and We don't know why. It's, he's just screaming out, Amber Hunt is mine. As soon as he happens to say that, suddenly there's these three other costumed characters that are there under uh, to protect her from the Soviet. And uh, there's a woman that flies. Her name's Tinsel. Um, looks like she shoots out like rays. Um, tracks, Trax, T-R-A-X, and Deadeye, who has like all these weapons and stuff. So they start fighting, um, with the Supreme Soviet and, uh, you know, they, for whatever reason, Soviet wants, uh, Amber Hunt and he's brought all these robotic helpers to help him out, but they're pretty much, um, dispatching those pretty easily until there's only the Soviet left, and, uh, they managed to take him out, too, and they kind of, they bind his feet together. He's got, like, jet boots and bind his feet so he can't control his flight, and he goes ramming off into a high-rise and uh, crashes. So, um, when, once he's out of the way, the other, uh, the three uh, heroes uh, end up grabbing Amber and say, you know, we gotta get you, um, we gotta get you uh, to our base. Uh, we're gonna blindfold you, and and uh, take take you this is for your own protection and it looks like Trax um ended up getting um just about knocked out even he's, in, he's uh, in some pain um so they grab him, him Deadeye, and tinsel and they grab amber and they fly off to their um, stronghold on exiles island on the coast of California and there amber is introduced to um to this uh creepy zombie guy who's called uh ghoul i guess he's he's one of the um members of the team and uh dr uh Deming, who is uh i don't I, I guess maybe she's an older woman because she's got gray hair but you wouldn't know that she's older by the look of her her body suit <laughs> she's as fit as any of the other characters um, Ghoul
1: ghoul is in the right hand corner right
0: yeah, Is that ghoul? yeah, down in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's um.
1: What was the George Perez one? Do you remember what that one was called? Ultra, Ultra. <sighs> Man, I can't think of what the.
0: No, I don't know what the you ultras...
1: mean. The Ultras. I'm trying to think of what his title of the comic was. Mm-mm. Ultra Force.
0: Oh, oh Ultra Force. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think the ghoul was a member of this one. Uh
0: there's somebody that looks very gross on the cover. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same character or not. Does look very similar though.
1: He does look very similar, but I don't remember his name being uh ghoul. The the reason I'm mentioning it is because Ultra Force was a cartoon. Like, these guys made it to TV. Oh, really? I did yeah. No, and I then didn't Firearm that. actually had a video. I still have the video cassette, but... Really?
0: Yeah. Oh, they were big time. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'm just looking I
1: still some... think they would have been around if the, if the guys that you mentioned earlier would have kept their company. Yeah. Instead of selling it. Because they were smart. Like when they were, and they had their company. They had Malibu proper, but then they had Adventure Comics, Eternity Comics, the Ultra Force, the Ultraverse. I mean, they had every like all these branches of stuff. They even started Image. Like they they produced Hey, you're the right. Image. It is cool. Yeah.
0: I'm looking at if you look at the cover of number seven of Ultraverse.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So he, he was animated, that's my point, is uh he is the character in the exiles that hit it big. Wow. <laughs> he
0: has a very, very small role in issue number one. Yeah. He's sitting at a table. That's the extent of his <laughs> of what happens with Ghoul in the first issue. <clears throat> it's pretty funny. Um. No, I had no idea that. Uh, I don't know if I have any ultra force either. Just,
1: I'm surprised because that's George Perez, man.
0: I know I don't have. Any. And, and that's
1: your that's your guy. Like, what that's the hell's is. going on there?
0: You <laughs> need you, you need to buy
1: that in iBots. iBots? I Yeah, that's techno comics. That's George Perez too. Never
0: never heard of it. Yeah. I'm going and to here see. you are, the biggest George gonna, Perez you're fan. You're supposed to go down the rabbit holes, not me.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> what you, well. George Perez is your guy.
0: I know. So I could probably find these for cheap. You would think,
1: right? Oh, I bought this cheap um, Ultra Force. There might be a couple I, that are in double digits, but they're I under know ten.
0: I Ultra Force and like the dollar bins and stuff, but iBots. I bought they might be I,
1: going yeah, up 100%. though because of the death.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: So I would jump on it earlier that's than later. A
0: big yeah, for sure. All right. So anyway, on this, um, uh, Doctor Deming starts to explain that uh, they've they've taken Amber into custody here um, uh, for <clears throat> for protection. Is that she apparently is a potential, and she's like, I don't know what what you're talking about. And uh, she's like, well, you know what? I don't have time to really explain this to you right now. I got to go check on tracks and, um, you know, I'll talk to you later. So apparently that's something called the Theta virus. And um, if Amber uh, has it, they can actually do this um, RNA treatment. And not only does apparently it saves her life from the virus, but, uh, they, I guess they gain powers as well from what I understand. So, um, so that's why they, they, they grabbed her. Um, that's why the Supreme Soviet <clears throat> for some reason wanted her. And that's why they're protecting her. Um, Supreme Soviet was hired by, um, this guy, uh, called Malcolm court and he's, uh, he's the executive of a large company in California. And, um, When Soviet uh, fails, he goes to see him, and uh, he said, you know, that was unsuccessful, and not only was it unsuccessful, but the exiles abducted her uh, instead, and um, Supreme Soviet doesn't want to take any blame. He just wants to be paid. You know, he's like, if if he would have given me actual troops, Uh, this wouldn't have happened. I can't use robots. I need people that can think on their feet. And, um, this, this executive, um, uh, court doesn't want to hear anything about it. Um, it's like, you're blaming everyone, but yourself. However, um, I'm generous, so I'll give you a reward after all. And this like burning red guy comes up behind Soviet and grabs him. And, um, his name's hot rocks, R O X. And, uh, he uh, court tells Hot Rocks to place the Supreme Soviet in the RNA tank, and uh, he's like, "Okay, let's see what will happen for somebody that doesn't have the theta virus." And he's got a scientist there, and he's like, uh, "You know, I guess we'll, I guess we'll see." And uh, the scientist definitely doesn't have any, any problems with, with, uh, with doing this. And uh, he's like, "You know, there could be, it probably could be fatal." And he's like, "Well, I guess, you know, I guess we'll see what happens." And, um, so they go ahead and they start the sequence and it's extremely painful. Um, he's screaming inside of this, this tube and, uh, he comes out, uh, he actually breaks out. Now he's huge and he's very, very strong. Um, and he, he screams out to court saying that he's a dead man. He's going to crush his skull. And he starts deteriorating like with every step he takes until there's nothing left but a but a skeleton. So obviously he does not survive this process. So the same time that all this is happening, um, apparently there are more more people on the, um, on the exiles and two others have um, gone to San Diego to pick up another potential. And, uh, I don't know the names of these. Uh, I can't see that they've introduced themselves. Mike, I don't know if you remember their names, but, it's the two other people on the cover, the one right up front with the purple shirt and the guy with the blonde hair flying in the blue, blue and silver outfit. Um, Cal, Cal, his name's Catapult. Um, I'm not sure who the, per, the guy with the purple shirt is.
1: I'm not sure. I don't
0: remember their names. Yeah, but anyhow, um, <clears throat> they go to San Diego, they land on this, this a particular suburban house. This uh, kid named Timmy is out um, throwing out the trash. His mom's telling him to. And suddenly uh, the trash gets zapped, and it's two bad guys called Bloodbath and and Brute, B-R-U-U-T. And they want him, they want Timothy to come with them. So as you can guess, um, same situation, Timothy must be another potential. Um, so those other two from the exiles come, and they start fighting. Um, they're uh, doing pretty well against the other two until Brute, um grabs, uh, goes inside the house, and grabs um, Timothy's mom, and they basically tell him to you know stay back. And uh, the guy whose name I'm, I'm not seeing here, he is like a, a blast where. Uh, he can he can shoot, but catapult says no. They're standing in water, and you know, you're you're going to quick fry them if you do. So um, the exile has like an energy fist; it's, it's glowing, and so bloodbath actually comes up from behind, shoots him, and he lands with the electricity in his hand into the water and zaps brute and and the mom. The mom is totally um, has been killed. Brute's knocked out, um, but uh, the exiles uh, end up um, going after Bloodbath, but Bloodbath sucker punches him, grabs Timothy, and gets away. By the time they wake up, um, Brute's just lying there unconscious. The mom's dead, and um, Timothy has been taken away, and that's the end of the first issue. So I've got three more to, to read if I... I'm able to. I'm gonna to, between today and tomorrow. I'll read the other three issues, and, and, and see
1: then how you this have works. to jump into the all new Exiles.
0: And then the all new Exiles. It yeah. never ends.
1: That's the uh, Juggernaut leading the team. That's when Marvel purchased them. Oh, that's <laughs> and right. They reused the name.
0: Well, I was gonna say, even with the um, with the Ultra Ultra Force, like you get to those last few issues, and you see Black Knight all over the
1: place. Yeah, Black Knight. There was like uh, five or six Marvel characters that kind of showed up in these as they were going along. Plus there were I the remem- crossovers, I remember right?
0: that at the time because <laughs> I, I hadn't picked up any um, Malibu before that. But of course I was seeing um, Marvel characters, but because I hadn't been uh, really known anything about um, the U- Ultra Force and all of that, I didn't even pick it up when there was um, Marvel characters. Yeah, uh, very little of any of this.
1: Well, I think the second, the second iteration doesn't even have any of the original team.
0: Doesn't look like it from the covers.
1: Right, um, and then and then it became Marvel's Exiles, which was the jump, the time jumping multiverse. Right, with
0: blank and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that Mutants. was a whole different thing.
1: Same, same whole name, and that thing, was it. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Same yeah. name, but different property yeah. entirely. <laughs> this one tried to. At least bridge the the gap.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, my my uh my book, as I already kind of talked about, is uh Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Oh, cool. This is from Dark Horse. So, after Marvel got the prop property, and uh, many years later, Dark Horse got the property. And uh, I don't have I didn't have any Dark Horse Indiana Jones, but now I want them all. But uh, the story is by Hal Barwood and Noah Faustine from Lucas Games, Lucasfilm mm-hmm. Games. And the reason that they're mentioning this is because uh, the intent of this is the story was spo- is, spo- is or was a game, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I guess it was was a game. And uh, this was adapted by William Messner-Lobes and uh, pencils by Dan Barry. So uh, inks by Carl Kessel. And the cover art, which is beautiful, is by Dave Dorman. Uh, like he knows how to draw Indiana Jones. <laughs> like <laughs> that's pretty beautiful. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, this opens up uh, kind of like every Indiana Jones. Like they had this way of starting off exciting and then getting you into the story but uh, in this case uh he has like an aztec priest going to uh sacrifice indiana jones to a bunch of crocodiles and uh he almost gets killed and then he wakes up from his dream so it wasn't really happening and then he's uh back at school in uh, 1939 teaching his class and uh some guy just pops in well he he has these like arrowheads which is kind of cool and uh, he shows the class all the arrowheads and he's going which ones do you think are are uh, genuine pre-columbian well this jock that's trying to take his class he says oh it's easy all' uh the, the Native Americans are, are um, used they the, the sharpness of the the arrowhead means that they became more sophisticated. So I'll go with the dull ones. That's an interesting approach. And he says, well, most of these arrowheads are not even one of them's one I created. And then, you know, stuff he grabbed and he only had two authentic ones in there. And then some guy comes in, interrupts his class and he says, uh, I have this key. I need you to find out where, where it came from. I need your help and he uh takes the key with him, and then he goes and talks to the the guy that he works with I, for, I always forget what his name is like he's in Raiders of the Lost Ark too he's like the senior school official or something that gets Oh yeah yeah he he gets his like jobs I like he helped his him name too. He he's the one that got the when they go and tell him, like the U.S. government goes and tells him, "Oh, we need you to go after the ark because we know the 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 Nazis are going after it."
0: Yeah, he's like the head of the school or whatever that he's. Yeah,
1: I forget what his name is. I think it's what?
0: Brody, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it is. It's Brody. It's Brody. Yeah, I don't know if that's a nod to um Jaws, but yeah, his his name's Brody.
1: Yeah, so he him and Brody are at the cafeteria. And uh, they get an idea of where that key might go because they have have all these artifacts at the school. And he finds the artifact that he dug up and uh, finds where the key goes. And the key opens up like this uh, top of the statue and there's a little like jewel in it. And then, of course, the guy who came to give him the key to find out what it was is a Nazi, so he he comes in with a gun, he holds him up at gunpoint, and there's a huge gunfight that ends up in a car fight, and uh, now they don't have the the jewel anymore, but they do have the guy's wallet, and he does see a picture of another archaeologist, which he used to work for, that Jones used to work with, anyway, and uh, she's she's at a big event. Uh, she's, she went from path and than India in terms of archaeology, she started to get rich people to believe in stuff and then take their money. So she, she became like, almost like a scam artist, but not quite, but she would uh, get them to believe in like Atlantis and stuff. And then get these people, these investors to invest in her stuff. And then she'd take their money, but uh, she was having one of those briefs and then, Um, Indiana Jones shows up and says, you know, uh, shows her up as a scam right in front of everybody and they all leave. And uh, he says, I need an artifact from you because he knows she has a bunch of artifacts that where he got this one from because they were on the dig together. And then she said, oh, I I can help you. I have all you know, have all these. But he's like, can I stay here the night? Well, they had a romantic relationship in the past. But he ends up sleeping on the couch and he thinks as he as he's thinking to himself he's like I never felt that way about Sophie but what would she do if she came out of the bedroom right now in a, something really frilly and said <laughs> take me Indiana and uh he thinks she is cuz he hears the door open but it's the Nazis. <laughs> and there, there's a, a big old gunfight. Uh Indy gets shot um he does throw out one of the Nazis out of the the room and uh he's injured so he has to get repaired and the the one Nazi guy that did get the jewel and the statue now he has the the statue that that uh Indy had not only the key but he has the statue he takes it to a a scientist and he does believe that it's going to lead help him lead to Atlantis so um that's how it ends, but it, it's pretty exciting. And it's like, you could just hear like the music and you could kind of, it's, it's paced like an Indiana Jones comic.
2: That's you
1: can awesome. almost hear the gunshots because <laughs> when they, when they made Indiana Jones, like w- when he goes to see Marion at the, <laughs> at the yeah. bar, and she's out drinking the guys and everything. And <laughs> there's that huge gunfight. You could hear the like pistols, like like you know like the really loud sound effects on the speakers <laughs> you could kind of oh. hear it as the you have the gunfight in this girl's bedroom but uh it,
0: it was pretty it was pretty cool that was one of the movies that we've already we have already shown the, the kids you know we've shown them the Star Wars movies we showed them Raiders right of the Lost Ark i don't think we showed them on the other Indiana yeah. yeah but yeah um i mean it's so it's just such a I don't know. Like, you know, it, Star Wars was huge for me growing up. Indiana Jones, that, that Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, it was only the one movie, uh, although I liked the other ones as well, but you know, it didn't have a franchise type impact, but I loved that particular movie as well. It well, you're was you're so amazing.
1: You're, you're a huge fan of uh Steven Spielberg too. I am. Cuz you went to that Jaws, Close Encounters thing,
0: you yep. <laughs> hope? I, it's true. Uh, growing, growing up, I watched, I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I saw Close Encounters at in the theater. I thought it was awesome. Um, E.T. of course, and uh, Jaws. I couldn't have possibly seen it in the theater because it came out in 1975. So it would have been three. Um, but I definitely saw it on on hbo because my parents had hbo actually like way early when hbo only started airing their stuff daily at like six o'clock on the weekdays and like noon started on weekends like they weren't 24 hours they just they show show movies starting in the evening <laughs> that was it <laughs> you used to get a, an actual physical guide in the mail every month of what was playing each yeah, day? Yeah,
1: we we had HBO. I remember that magazine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> my, uh, you know, my, my collecting fa- mentality definitely shown through. I collected those those little those little booklets for for years until they but stopped.
1: Do you, do you still have them? <laughs> I still
0: have them. Yeah. Wow. I, I think the first one has Bo Derek uh, r- running on the cover.
1: <laughs> for 10
0: uh-huh <laughs>
1: <laughs> i want to watch that again that i haven't seen that in forever and
0: that's one movie i've never seen I, yeah I told dudley moore i want to um like grab some like really like well-known movies from like 70s and 80s and stuff and that we haven't seen and like yeah should... Got to see
1: uh, Bolero or whatever she was in. Bo Derek riding yeah. the horse naked. Right. <laughs> from Canon Films. And then she was in uh, Tarzan the Ape Man. Oh,
0: I'm well aware that she was.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she, they were washing her down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but some of the other ones, like I've never seen all the presidents. Man, I've never seen Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Like I've never seen. Like,
1: I've never seen that one either. I, I've never. I, I, I've, I've, I've never seen. Um, what is it? Uh, what were those two gangsters, the Bonnie and Clyde? I never well, saw. I,
0: I neither have I. That's another one I got to put on my list.
1: That life. one I really want to watch. The Warren Beatty version of it. Yeah. Like, I, I've seen versions of it. Um, but not the, that. Well, the latest one I saw, which was really good, which had uh, Woody Harrelson and was it Kevin Costner? Um, was about the highwaymen that were tracking Bonnie and Clyde, mm, which was really good. That was highly recommended. Um, but I, I want to see Bonnie and Clyde.
0: Yeah, these are like the And Butch of... Cassidy
1: and the Sundance Kid,
0: too. Well, that's the I thing. They it. were like, we would have been too young, uh, or not even born, um, at the time that they originally came out. And then, you know, as you're a kid, you're like, I don't want to watch... You know, whatever, and because uh, they're just long. Oh, I think I was movies. born. 1967 for Bonnie and Clyde.
1: Oh, the war, the Warren Beatty was that old? Yeah. Holy crap! I, I had know. no idea.
0: Yeah, it's an old one. I didn't. I
1: didn't have. I had no idea it was that old.
0: But yeah, I mean that's another one It's it's just it's highly highly rated. That like everyone says it's a great movie. And what year was Butch it. Cassidy? That one was '69.
1: Okay. I wouldn't have seen it live anyway.
0: No. But, yeah, so I'm going to – I said, you know, I told her, you know, put together some movies that she's interested in, and we can alternate, go back and forth. And so many nights we're we're not sure, like, what to watch or whatever, and we'll just, you know, we'll we'll throw on another episode of Titans or whatever, but, you know, if there's something else that we had – in mind, we could watch something else, but nothing occurs to us, and now we have kind of something that we can use as a guide. I don't know what movie she's gonna pick out, but those are the ones that I kind of I mentioned that are gonna be on my list. But then you mentioned Bonnie and Clyde, so I gotta add that too
1: yeah, yeah I want to watch that because i I'm always in i've always in i did, I did a comic book now that reminded me of Bonnie and Clyde. It was okay. a Kickstarter mm hmm it's about an interracial kind of uh, Bonnie and Clyde, except they. Bonnie and Clyde was the thirties. They were out I of the depression. So. Well, yeah, uh, sure. these were these were out of the twenties during the Capone years. Mm. So it was before
0: Bonnie and Clyde. That's cool though. You've seen the Untouchables.
1: Yes, that was Kevin Costner, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, Kevin Costner, yeah. Sean Connery, and. Who played Al Capone? I don't remember, but yeah, that was that was a good one. They
1: were more about the guys that were hunting him, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They yeah. finally got him on tax evasion. I would
1: probably appreciate it more now than when I saw it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw uh,
0: it when it was at the theater. <laughs> oh wow! No, yeah, I didn't watch it until a few years, you know, like years later when it was out on cable. I really liked it. All right. I'll sh- uh, I only have one more. Um, I'll share that. Uh, I have been reading the third volume of the flash by Mark Wade, the trade. And um, I had just finished.
1: Have you uh, read it for the first time or is No,
0: it... no. I, I read it in singles, but I yeah, have that's read what I thought. Time. Yeah. Um, so when did you is,
1: start reading Flash like regularly? Regularly,
0: um, just about a year or a year and a half before the first volume ended. Oh, the Trial of the Flash. Yeah, so like the 320, because it went up to. Yeah, you,
1: so you were you're in the Carrie Bates. Uh, yeah, so I read Car- all Carmen, that. Carmen Carmen Infantino. Uh,
0: yep, and then that ended, and then they did Crisis. Yeah. And I picked up, you know, with the Wally Flash right away. Did, on, did you
1: always uh, stay with Flash? Though? Yes.
0: Like yeah, same here. Yep. The Flash
1: I, is the one that I never stopped, even when I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one character that I just it's kind of like the X-Men for me. I always liked Wally.
0: Yeah, that that's that's how I was. Uh, on the DC side, you know, things would with finances, you know with how much I had at the time, or whatever, things would come or go, but like I was stuck with Batman, I always stuck with flash um pretty much always stuck with green Lantern, actually too, um from when I started you know Green Lantern, I pretty much kept kept up with it, yeah, but you were more of a marvel guy though right um for the i mean I always got some you know some of each, but overall. Probably, I. That's fair to say. Um, growing up, like I always got X Men. I always got um, the first volume of, of Avengers. You know, Captain America, Spider Man. You know, the whatever Spider Man it was. So, you know, at one point I was getting Web of Spider Man, Spectacular Spider Man, Amazing. You know, didn't miss an issue. So, yeah.
1: Well, which, which, uh, just out of curiosity, which X Men books are lighting your fire right now? Like,
0: which ones do you like? Um, You know, I'm just starting to get – you know how, like, so many of them are, are kind of, like, are rebooting with uh, a, n- but, another but they're, a new title? They're
1: almost the same thing, just a different title.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't read the – I think A Legion of X just came out, so I haven't read that at all. Yeah. That um, came from Way of X. You know, I still like – some of the ones that have been going like, you know, I, I like the main excellent book, but I really like X-Force and I really like new mutants, which are some that have been kind of just kept, kept yeah. going with the same writer. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's what's helping it, but I'm really enjoying X-Force. I just read a new mutants where, um, it talk, it's, it's about magic and she's like giving a, giving up her, uh, her title is like the ruler of limbo.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and then things go sideways from there. So that that just that that arc just started in the issue that I, re- I read. So those are the two yeah. probably for me. the main titles, the other ones, um, Marauders. I told you I thought I was intrigued after the first issue. The second issue I don't think really thrilled me quite as much. So.
1: Yeah, um, I didn't stick with it, but, even though I yeah. loved the first Marauders. Like, the, Mara- the Marauders before Orlando took over, that was my favorite book. Marauders the... was
0: great. The Hellions was great.
1: Yeah, I liked the... He- the Hellions was weird. Uh, <laughs> but but I enjoyed it. Yeah.
0: but So, Hellions is done. Marauders is continued. But Bishop and Kitty Pryde are the only two. And, and it's... I, I, I'm not a really big... Steve Orlando fan either. There's some stuff that I've liked, like when he does Midnighter or when he does um, the Martian Manhunter. I, I'm the
1: same. I'm. It's very. It's very hard to pick his stuff out. Like, I either like it or I don't like it. I'm never in the middle. Like,
0: yeah. I'm the same way. Um. But what? There's, which ones There's a couple
1: you... of writers like that though. Like Al Ewing. Like I loved his Immortal Hulk. Yeah. Like. <laughs> His other stuff, I'm not too crazy about. Like, he wrote The Defenders, and I was the weakest Defenders series that I have personally read.
0: Um, I read it, too. I thought, it, I mean, I thought it was fine. I'm not the Defenders fan that you are, but I thought it was fine.
1: Maybe um, I was harder but, on it
0: because no, I am a Defenders I mean, fan. <laughs> maybe, well, I think it's probably more important to you that it's a really engaging story. Like for me, it was it was fine for what it was. It didn't rock my my world for any you know at at any point. It was it was just fine. But it's funny. Like I checked out a bunch of L. Ewing just because of how good Immortal Hulk is, and I I guess I'd have to agree overall. Like well, he did
1: like an X Men book, um, Sword, Sword, and then Sword Sword became Red X Men or X Men Red, right?
0: I, yeah, I guess.
1: I mean, sort of. They're on Mars now, and it has yep. brand, brand, right?
0: Yeah. So...
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: and I... I did I, like Sword, but that was... It didn't run very long. I like
1: enough. Sword, but it... Sword, to me, was like New 52 Superboy. Like, New 52 Superboy was just crossing over with every event. Like, it never became its own comic. And uh that's what... Sword was like it was That's what king I was King in Black, say, and then it was in the X Men, and it like never found its own like identity. It just was no, and
0: and it really was an important series for how, you know what happens, like what how brand what brand is doing and stuff. Um, but it never got <laughs> never got a chance to really like do what it it needed to do because, like you said, yeah. it was constantly involved in a in a crossover
1: the reason i'm asking is because i'm pretty much uh with the exception of the ones the titles you mentioned <laughs> which are the one the ones that are on like keep going yeah i i've gone to digital on those on oh, the other wow. ones well well wolverine's the other exception but uh like i didn't get x-men red
0: yeah wolverine's good too yep I, I tried I tried Mar- that today.
1: Wolverine's good. I, I enjoy it. But it's definitely not like the best Wolverine I've read. No. Um The uh what was it where was I gonna go with that? I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll let you get into the flash.
0: Yeah, that's fine. What number um, was it? What'd you say?
1: What number of flash was oh, it?
0: Okay, so Um, What I was going to say is that, like, it just – I just finished reading a three-part arc where um, Flash was – needed to to, um, uh, put – there was an attack at a mall, and uh, he successfully stopped the attack. However, in the middle of a mall elevator coming down and crashing – he needed to work quickly to try to save there's about 10 people on the elevator um, to save their lives. Um, he ran by a security guard when uh, SOAR was on fire and asked if there was anyone in there. The security guard said he didn't think so. He said good, and he, and he promptly saved those people in the elevator. Well, it turned out there was an employee in there, and now she's suing Flash. This is not what I'm covering, by the way. I'm just giving the background. So she she was suing Flash for negligence because she, her whole side of her face was burnt. She lost her, her legs because they were burnt too badly. Um, and so this whole trial, now this whole trial was going on with that. It turned out Abracadabra was behind it. He ended up defeating Abracadabra, but it didn't change the fact that, yes, Abracadabra was, was um, blackmailing the lawyer that represented the, this woman, um, held uh, the lawyer's family hostage, um but it doesn't change the fact that this woman really did uh, like she wasn't in on any plot. she really did suffer these injuries, and of course, even the flash can't be everywhere at the same time, but he just can't seem to forgive himself. So at the end of um, the arc, what he ended up doing is he went to um, uh, he went to uh, Johnny Quick. And he said, "I want your formula." And he's like, um, "I don't know if you should use. It. I don't know what's going to happen with your if you use the formula with the speed you already have." And he's like, "I it doesn't make a difference. I need it. Um, I'm the flat, fastest man alive, and that's not enough." Um, so I'm doing issue number 91 by Mark Wade and Mike uh, Waringo. and this, like I said, is is just out of that issue, uh, that arc where he needs to feels like he needs to be everywhere that he can 't be in another situation where he can pick and choose, even not knowing obviously that woman she, he didn 't even know that woman was there, but he still feels guilty like he should be able to save every person as the fastest man alive so um, where this starts out is this um, this group. Uh, has um, during rush hour on a bridge managed to block off traffic Um, they uh, launched a rocket launcher on a Brinks truck and they are stealing all this high tech equipment and microchips um, out of the truck in like a hovercraft type thing to fly away Um, however turns out there's a police chopper there um, so they um, are there and they're telling him to stop and then the flash shows up as well so uh, he quickly saves a lady that's about to go over the side of the bridge and he runs up on um, the side of the bridge and sees that the um that the the hovercraft actually um almost hits the police helicopter but in order for it to not the helicopter had a like jerk the controls and now is is going to hit the side of of the bridge and um there's three people in there and he needs more speed in order to do something to save them so he goes ahead and he recites um johnny quick's formula and he gets to the top of the bridge and he notices that everything has stopped moving except for him um he quickly realizes that it's not some sort of weird um, time distortion it's it's him it's he is moving so fast that it looks like no, no one else is moving um, he looks at a lady's wa- uh, wristwatch and the seconds aren't moving at all staring at it seconds aren't moving he uh, he literally leaves that area because now the police um, helicopter is far off that he's not sure how he can even save the helicopter. And now it's just floating there in midair and he doesn't know what to do. So uh, he starts reminiscing about, you know, where he is right now and why uh, he felt he needed the speed where suddenly he gets a tap on the shoulder and it's Max Mercury. And Max is trying as hard as he possibly can to keep up the speed to talk to flash but he says right or, right away that he's not going to be able to to stick with him for for very long before he's gonna um end up having to slow down so of course they have a a, a quick talk um while he's a little worried that this is going to be permanent now that like each second of his life is literally going to be years to him because nothing is moving, he's gone all over town, and still not even one second has passed, and he can't slow down. Um, so he's asking Max if it's permanent, and he's like, Max is like, that's that's really up to you. Um, he's like, let's 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 you know take a walk through the through the town. So um, Wally notices a car crash hit the side of a, a building. An elderly man managed to fall backwards out of the way but while he's like oh my god you know come and help me out um we got to get the guy out of the out of the car but when he actually goes and looks in the car at that one second that he's currently in it's already too late the man has obviously died in the crash in that one second so he's like uh, you know, I is like, this is this is horrible. You know, I, I still can't save this person. And Max is like, Well, where were you? <laughs> like, I was at the bridge. What are you talking about? It's like, I couldn't have known about this. <clears throat> then they look and they see a fire that was in progress at the time. They're walking right through the flames because they're literally still, I mean, to the, in their perspective, they're walking slowly with everyone frozen. But of course, in real life, they're going so fast. That the flames can't hurt them. They're, they're in and out before it can even touch them. Um, they see that a fireman has has saved um, the life of a young child, and he's going to make it um, out safely with, with her. And um, Max is again, where were you? He's like, I told you I was on the bridge. He's like, I, he's like oh, that's your point, isn't it? I, even I can't be everywhere, and life and death is going to happen without me. <clears throat> Max is like, well, that's a point. Um and then he's like, well, you think that I'm, I'm afraid to make life and death decisions? And Max is like, well, I didn't say that. You did. And um, so he's uh, now he's set for the second time. This is setting something up for down the road. But for the second time now, Flash has mentions that when he was a kid, he had an uncle that he never saw again. And he can't remember the uncle's name, but said that his life was going to be bigger than he could ever imagine. And um, he's like, "That was you, wasn't it, Max?" And Max is like, "Nope, it was, it was not me." Um, so that's the only thing that he—that's only time he mentions it in this issue. They, they move on, and and so they go back to the bridge, and they see the helicopter still in midair. He's like, "I," he's like, "I, I got one second to save these people." He's like, "I have no idea what to do," and then all of a sudden he realizes he can—he sees some um, steel cable um, in another part of town. And he's like, I, you know, I, I, I know what I, I, I can do. It's like, um, and, and M- Max starts hinting about the speed force. And I don't know if that's the first time they mentioned anything about the speed force, but it probably had mentioned it last time Max appeared. Cause this is not his first appearance, but Wally says that, you know, again says Barry has never mentioned anything about the speed force and he would have known about it. And he's like, uh, Max is like, well, I think that when he died, he, he, learned about the speed force and now max is sweating he's like you know what i've i I can't i can't keep up with you he's like you just gotta keep doing what you do um so he grabs so max freezes like everyone else He can no longer keep up flash grabs that steel cable wraps it around um the the lower part of the helicopter um uh actually then on the other end wraps up that hovercraft and then he consciously says, okay, you know, slow down, go. And everything go- goes back to regular speed. The fact that that hovercraft was lifting up away from the helicopter was just enough to keep the helicopter from crashing into the side of the building. And at the same time, <clears throat> now that the helicopter is safe, that hovercraft doesn't have the power to get away from the helicopter. So the helicopter is able to take um, but the thieves um, to the local precinct. And uh, so he's like, well, I feel better about this, but you know, what, like, you know, I can't help, but wonder what, um, what is going to right around the corner because Max said, it's going to be a big thing. We have a quick, quick little interlude at the end of the issue where you see that they're currently in 2995 and there's argument between um uh, two people, uh, two elderly people and somebody else that has uh, a young person with them and saying, and apparently that's the uh, the, the woman's uh, parents because she's calling one dad. And it's like, listen, we're, we're responsible for her survival. Like we got to get, we got to get out of here. And it looks like they're going into a time machine because they're setting a target date. And uh, they get uh, from outside this tower, futuristic tower they're in, um, the science police are calling to them to that they're violating the law and to surrender. Um, <clears throat> so uh, the woman and the youngster jump through into the time stream just as the science police come to try to shut it, shut it down. They're too late. They say Earth citizen Iris Allen has escaped into the time stream. And you see the target date was May 1994, which would have been the current time frame. And spoiler on the cover of issue number 92 there's a new kid in town and it's the first appearance of Impulse so that's what the end of this issue teased is that um Iris is taking Impulse from the future into the present where he'll meet Wally West so this was pretty it was it was a cool issue there was a lot of uh you know just narration and talking and stuff but it was important after that that's why i wanted to kind of mention that um that previous that previous arc because he had really gone through the ringer um and this was like kind of to get his head straight and also get him ready for um big things that will be happening to him in the future but you know i mean it's like me and you said before i i i absolutely love this volume of of the flash and wally west this this was it for me you know But that's all I got. I think I uh
1: I love that run, but I love Jeff Johns's a little more. Mitchell. Um That one he it, did a he did a lot though. Wade did a lot for you know, he created the speed force and it was just impulse an amazing and theory, and he created but... like a lot of the uh, interaction with Mer- Max Mercury and Yeah Johnny Quick. He kinda like united the speedsters The speedsters, yeah.
0: yeah yeah um yeah and and they really had a great uh, that that whole series i mean you know mesner Loeb's went to you know mark wade went to jeff johns yeah you know it was just like one stellar run after the other it was have
1: you have you seen the new dc preview book or dc connect no
0: I have not. Mm. Have you?
1: Yeah, but uh golly, it, there's it's, it's I'm trying to cut back on collected editions and there's a new Silver Age Batman and uh Golden Age Wonder Woman and they're resoliciting the Phantom, the Phantom Stranger,
0: Stranger one that I was saw canceled. The Phantom yeah. Stranger. Now, I I had seen somehow it was one of those I don't. I, it was like a final order cutoff. Weird thing because that's where I saw about a month or two ago the Silver Age Batman. I'm like, well, this was never solicited. Where is this coming from? Yeah. I saw it On a, on the previews. So I,
1: I got to double check because I may have already paid for that. Like I and already.
0: I, that's what I was gonna say. I paid for it, but I'm gonna keep track. I'm gonna pay attention to when the new. I need and to add.
1: Yeah, I need to look at Phantom Stranger. Did I ever get reimbursed for the original?
0: I think we got reimbursed for Phantom Stranger, but if you ask, because I asked DCBS to, to add that to my order a couple months ago, the Silver Age Batman. Yeah. And they did. Just double check to see what the price ends up being, because mm-hmm. I think the offering um, on the. Uh, I just looked at it. online am more dollars. And I think that because they, they charged
1: 125,
0: yeah, I think they did. So yeah. I think we. So I'm going to make sure because if that's the case, you know, I'm going to make sure that they reimburse me the whatever it is. If it's even if it's just you know 15 or whatever, 12. dollars it's so
1: weird when they do that shit. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't blame them. It's DC. No, yeah, yeah. It's DC. Yeah. All right. But so yeah, what? I'll...
0: So uh, that, that's. I'm hoping that I already paid for the Batman while. I know that I have because I checked. Um, so it's really just a Phantom Stranger that I uh, that I'm gonna get because I, I don't get the Wonder Woman ones.
2: <clears throat> You're
1: missing out, man.
0: I know. There's just so much to read. Yeah, I I have to cut. I'm I back to I Australia. actually have They've to cut back. Warriors, or I don't know if you look but Eternal Warrior has an omnibus coming. I'm like, I don't know that I can afford it this month. I might just have to put it on a list and hope that I can get it at some
1: point. Oh, like I I. I have not cut back any Valiant, so I'll, I'll be getting it for sure. It's yeah, just I mean, like I have even the issue. Bill's even getting it. that, Eternal really? Warrior. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, the original
0: I Eternal it. Warrior, too. I, I want it, Mike. I just I don't know that I can I can swing it this coming month. So if I can't, it's going to have to go on a list. Well, you have the
1: original, it. though, right?
0: I have, I have all the issues. so that's Yeah, why So so I'm that's why you're weighing
1: it heavy. heavy. Like you don't have all the silver
0: Age Batman, so right, and I don't have yeah. any like practically any of the Phantom Stranger that's gonna be in that that omnibus, you know what I mean, so yeah, you know for me that's that's gotta take priority, yeah,
1: all right, so what I'm gonna talk about is the the best group in comics, all right, the
0: defenders, the defenders
1: yeah the they're the best group in comics. <laughs> for me
0: now tell us why well the
1: two the two groups that are the most that i love the most are the defenders and the freedom fighters and uh which are odd but but if i had to pick one i'll pick the one that has more material for sure which is (laughs) the defenders but uh rob liefeld was talking about like his favorite comics and one of them was Avengers, like the introduction of Ultron.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And around the same time, uh, issue 50 was getting ready to to uh, to hit. And uh, he talked about Keith Giffen being the artist. And I was like, oh, I want to see that. Because Keith Giffen looks a lot like Kirby. Um, so... What what I didn't realize though is there there's some covers that uh uh I thought was Keith Giffen and they were Jack Kirby because oh. Keith, Keith Keith Giffen was drawing the interiors so <laughs> I I just assumed they were Keith Giffen on the cover but they were Jack Kirby but uh what was interesting is uh Keith Giffen uh, doesn't look like Jack Kirby in these issues because he's inked by Klaus Janssen. Oh
2: wow! So
1: it looks more like the Marvel style until you get to the later issues when Klaus Klaus Jansen's not inking him. So like, it really matters what who inks your book, like how yeah. how your stuff looks. Um, but I started. I, my goal was to. Over the weekend is to get to issue 50, and I didn't quite get there. So I'm talking about Defenders 42 through 48, and I'm doing like a lightning round. Sure. So 42, um, there's the Emissaries of Evil, and uh, they feature Rhino, Solar, Egghead, like a really odd bunch of uh, characters. And uh, they're, they're looking for this uh, stone... That Doctor Strange is supposed to have. And he ends up fighting uh, Hulk, Valkyrie, Luke Cage, and uh, Nighthawk. Was Luke Cage on the Defenders? Yes, but... I I had no idea.
0: (laughs) He wasn't on there for long, I guess. Well,
1: well, let me tell you a little bit about how Luke Cage is on the Defenders. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Nighthawk is paying him. (laughs) (laughs) to be on the Defenders. Okay. And uh, during this time, uh, Luke Cage is like, this is, I don't work well with the team. He's like, I need to get out of here. I know you're paying me good money, but I don't want any part of this. But (laughs) but he is part of the team during this time. Okay. (laughs) And he does get into it a little bit with Hulk because Hulk on a team at this point is like trying to keep a child in check. And if you don't have a woman that's there to calm him down, <laughs> he can <laughs> totally lose control at any time, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's just a massive amount of strength so uh the egghead also has rhino and solar under like some kind of possession, unfortunately, so he's he's controlling them and he also gets to the point where he's almost controlling some of the other characters as well. But uh, they end up defeating the Emissaries of Evil in issue 43. Oh, the other... The other um, the, there's four members of the Emissaries of Evil. There's Cobalt Man. But mm. this is the second Cobalt Man because the first Cobalt Man died.
0: Yeah, he was and, in um, X-Men.
1: Yes, he was in the original X-Men, and then I think he became a villain of Iron Man. Gotcha. Uh, so the Iron Man incarnation is, the, I think, the second iteration of Cobalt Man. Mm-hmm. But he, he's pretty powerful as well. He's like a nuclear reactor, pretty much, and yeah. they have to dissipate him. Doctor Strange, nowhere to be found. Um, but Clea... Gets involved a little bit. Uh, Doctor Strange. There's a character that turns out. After they defeat the Emissaries of Evil. They go back. They're they're still looking for Doctor Strange. And then the character that they have to defeat. Is the Red Raja. The Red Raja. Is a being that's like. Turning all of humanity into. Like zombie like. uh, Creatures that. Are searching for perfection. And harmony. It's almost like. If Captain Adam got his dream in Armageddon and became a monarch of of all people and could control law the way he wanted to control, kind of like Sinestro, um, the Red Rajah is that he wants to control everything and he actually takes control of Luke Cage, Hulk, and uh, Nighthawk. And uh, it well, it, and then the women have to throw down uh, Hellcat. In Avengers around this time became an, a, like, uh, a member of the Avengers but kind of like, oh, you can be an Avenger anytime you want but she left. She left with Moondragon and Moondragon had that, like, that honorary status of becoming an Avenger as well. But she left with Moondragon to train and uh, now she becomes part of the Defenders uh, incidentally because of something that happens. So what happens in this is Red Raja is really Doctor Strange, the jewel uh kind of like the movie. You know how it was the book of uh what was that called? thing called? Ashanti? No Shanti? No, I'm thinking of
0: the oh, uh the necrocomicon. <laughs> I don't
1: remember they, what they <laughs> you know the book that's in the movie? The Darkhold. The Dark The Dark Yeah, the Darkhold book. Um uh, that's kind of like what this Jewel was it it got control of Doctor Strange and turned him into Red Raja so Red Raja is Doctor Strange so they end up fighting and they eventually get Doctor Strange's soul out of Red Raja with the help of Clea and when he get when Doctor Strange returns he's basically I got to disband the defenders like you know we can't do this anymore And at that time, as Luke Cage's sweet Christmas, I didn't want to be here anyway. So (laughs) I'm going to leave. And Red Guardian was a part of it, uh, briefly. Uh, And then she had to go to Russia because they were blackmailing her family, uh, which I thought was odd because they didn't go help her. They, They said, oh, we'll help you if you need it. But they just let her go off. So you had three members gone, Hellcat, becomes a member or agrees to stay, and uh, Moon Knight starts showing up <laughs> mm. just incidentally. So, uh, because uh, there's this guy named Jack, God, I can't think of his last name, but um, he was the husband to Barbara, which is the the Valkyrie possessed Barbara, and then lost. Barbara lost her personality entirely. So he lost his wife, and he's struggling with that. And early in the issues, um, um, Nighthawk paid her husband to go away. Well, now he's back in the picture, and he wants his wife back. And uh, she wants nothing to do with him, because Valkyrie doesn't have any memories of who Barbara was or what's going on. But uh, anyway, he's being tracked by uh, Nick Fury and Shield, and you don't know why the hell they're uh, tracking him, and uh, I don't think it's really Nick Fury. I think it's an uh, life model decoy, mm-hmm. because Scorpio's involved, and Scorpio um, is I don't know if it's revealed yet in comics, but Scorpio is Nick Fury's brother. So oh, oh. he um he is somehow involved with the Zodiac uh group and uh he's trying to do get something from uh he's trying to get some he's trying to get like ransom money from Kyle um Richmond for, for Nighthawk because he's filthy rich. Hmm. Because and he also has to support the Defenders. Like He has to make the headquarters because they used to meet at the Sanctum Centurium and now Doctor Strange is gone. They can't meet there. So they meet at his house, Richmond's house and uh, he, he decides to fund the Defenders but they put up her husband for ransom again and he has to come up with $500,000. That's a lot of money for somebody that he doesn't even care about. Mm-hmm. the defenders don't really seem to care about but Valkyrie seems a little uh concerned because she took the body over of the wife so um yeah that's kind of like where i left off and i, I need to find out what Scor- uh scorpio's plan is and if he's real and if nick fury is really a life model decoy because they have, they even have a run-in with well, Moon Knight and Hellcat, Nighthawk, and uh, I forget, Valkyrie have a run-in at Avengers Mansion. Uh, because Hellcat goes to get information from the Avengers and she sees Wonder Man there. And hmm. she's like, she had no idea that Wonder Man at this time was becoming an Avenger. So she <laughs> thinks he's a villain and just... It's a misunderstanding kind of fight where Wonder Man's throwing down with the defenders, but that that gets uh, resolved. Moon Knight is just like he just comes across this like action and gets involved in the whole thing. So he's like not a defender, but this is like the fourth issue where Moon Knight's in it. So (laughs) he might become a defender. I don't remember. I know he's in more issues.
0: He's hanging out with the team.
1: Yeah, but it's this is the Moon Knight I like more. This is like the mercenary Moon Knight that hasn't lost his mind. Yeah. I I like I miss the old Moon Knight to tell you the truth. Um I liked when he had like all these personas, but he wasn't a whack job.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I,
1: I liked him more as a character. So uh, yeah, this Defenders run is pretty cool. I, I look forward to finishing it over the weekend. I've been reading it in the middle of the night, and uh, I'm on issue 49 now, so I'm almost at 50, which is the issue Rob talked about. So which that was my goal to get through. Al Milgram's uh, inking him, and that's why it does look Kirby. Uh, uh, no, he's not inking him. Let's see. Let me see who's inking 49 because it does. Mike Royer. That explains it. Mike Royer inked uh, <laughs> uh Jack Kirby. Kirby so that it, ex- it explains the Keith, <laughs> how Keith Giffen's art now looks like Kirby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh,
0: the funny. puzzle is solved. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. So that's. Enjoying, uh That's all
1: I want to talk about. So. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't have anything else today.
1: All right, well, you have a good rest of the weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
0: Yep, enjoy.
1: All right, take care. Thanks, Mike. All right, bye.